For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, Los Angeles's number one sports podcast network and the only place with a show for every team in Los Angeles and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On today's show, I had the privilege of catching up with Danita Johnson, the Sparks president and COO, for an event called the Purple Print, a courtside view into the Sparks. We're going to talk about the business of the Sparks, including what the organization did in 2019 and what they expect to do in 2020. Thanks for joining us on this edition of Believe in Sparks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Believe in Sparks. I'm Stacey Pates, alongside the incomparable Danita Johnson. When you think about, uh, as president and COO of the LA Sparks, how far this franchise has come, even in the 11 months since you've really taken things over. It's been absolutely amazing. It didn't happen overnight, you know. This is years in the making, and when Magic Johnson ownership group purchased this team in Guggenheim a few years back, we had a vision of elevating this team marketplace and truly kind of putting on our own version of Showtime and it's evolved over the last five years since the group has taken on and this year I feel like is one of those that truly highlights the work that was done in the past and present. I love the We Are Women campaign and that's something that increased your ticket sales by 50 percent. Yeah. Describe that uh, formulation of, mm-hmm. of that and and how that why that increased. Yeah, and it was really, it, it was one of my first challenges I was ever handed when I started with the team the first time uh, back in 2015 when I came in as the VP of Ticket Sales and Service and was saying, hey, how about you go sell out Staples Center for one night? And I was like, oh, okay, let me figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had to come back with a strategy and a plan and we really wanted to base something on women because we understand the importance of women in our community from our female athletes to young girls that we have to encourage and help build empowerment within them. And so it was really a strategy of year-long activations, engaging women in the community, um, having people bust in, people partnering and buying bulks of tickets to encourage women to be a part of this game. And it's evolved year over year. So it's five years in the making of doing that platform. And it's really become one of our key pillars and foundations for us as an organization. The word empowerment, it carries so much weight. And some of the stats that you talked about earlier, 600 girls you're able to continue to be involved in the game and learn to love sport because, as you also mentioned, so many girls in sports fall off by the age of 13. Exactly. And that is that is so disappointing. I was a three-sport athlete all through high school, played sports in college. I can't imagine my life without that. Why do you think there is that trend in the, in no, the downslide? We honestly live in a different time. You yeah. know, there's – I mean, you always think about – one of the first things, obviously, is we as women – around the age of 13, our bodies physically start to change, yeah. you know, and, and that's something in its own state. And then to think about how young kids actually communicate now with one another is completely different. I was doing a speaking engagement in San Francisco, and one of the people that did Fortnite was there and was talking about how young kids communicate through that game and why it's so popular. It's not just about the game, it's the way in which they communicate and engage with one another. 
And so how they do that is different than how they do it in a physical sport. And so a lot of that impacts participation, you know, feeling like they're comfortable in those environments. Also, when we think about non-gender forming type sports that are like not tennis or gymnastics that we are supposed to play as women, um, when we think about basketball or even soccer, it's not as acceptable because it's so physical. And, and then body image and things like that all play a part in it. So there's, there's multiple facets I'm going on and on about <laughs> young girls in sports. But for us, what we want to do is give them a safe place to play, a place where they can come and play with other young women, young girls, and have female coaches that are inspiring them to play. And if something goes wrong in the game, we'll pause the game and explain it. You know, and I love that about our program. It's absolutely amazing. Coming from, you spent time with uh, the Clippers organization. I yeah. love that you had that NBA experience because when you look at the disparity between the two leagues, I can't wait to talk to Coach about this eventually. Just how do you not only put fans in the seats, but coming from the NBA, what are you seeing that you can apply from that time there to the WNBA? Yeah, I think one of the key things with the NBA and and major leagues, period, when you look at the big four, NBA, NBL, MLB, excuse me. <laughs> I was like, what is that? It's a new yeah, league. I made We're going to start it. When you look at NFL, MLB, NHL, um, NBA, when you look at the, the key four, one of the biggest things with those leagues that's a differentiator for all leagues is access to different, where it's technology and funds to help kind of bring things in, to help love and, and media access. Technology, media, funds, all big, all part of that big three that help those leagues go to the next level. So when you look at somebody like the WNBA or any other like, you know, a smaller league that maybe not have that, that's where you have to be like, how do I get creative in that space? And how do I develop my business where, okay, I may not have the biggest tech piece, but what can I get within my space to help elevate us? And I think when I come, when I came back, it was saying, all right, the skill, and I just said it down there, I was doing an interview and he said, the cap is gone when you go visually see what's possible. And when you sit in a space for too long, it's like one of the best decisions I made was leaving a year ago, you know, because I had to get out of the space to realize the possibility of what we could do within this space. And it's exposure that helps you get there. And what a blessing you are to be part of this organization because I know big things are going to happen. The collective bargaining agreement is looming. No one better to lead the charge than NECA. Yeah. I love that she's the voice for the girls because, or for the women. There's just, she's brilliant. She and is. I love everything that she stands for and everything that we want this league to, to out of respect, it's earned. Yeah. They deserve all the good things to come. Leading the league in marketing. That's a big issue. If we can get marketed, we get the profits. We get the profits, we're on the map. Yeah. At least what the big boys say. Yeah. So what are we doing marketing-wise to do even more? Even though we're already best in the yeah. business. Here's the thing. We're best in the business, but we can be better. And my staff hears that from me a lot. <laughs> you know, I, I, take that, I take that award with a lot of pride of saying, you know, we did this with our team to help lead. But there is so much more we can do. And I am definitely a pusher of that, and they know it. But for me, it's about developing our content platforms even more, like what type of series, how are we talking, looking at broadcasting, how are we broadcasting our games, how do we become different in the space, um, and then storytelling of our players. And NECA's been absolutely amazing. We've already started having dialogue, like how do we tell the stories of our players better, and integrating that, and then understanding how we match that with the proper brands that then brand partnership with these major brands can also be that secondary voice of elevation for us, because imagine you have a big key partner that also has 
a big caveat of an audience. I want to say names, but I won't. But you know, you have a caveat of an audience that then we can also then say that audience becomes part of our audience, and then we're bringing our audiences together to elevate. So um, definitely from a digital space, and then for us, another thing is I'm really focused on technology um, and how we integrate that into our sales process from you know messaging platforms. Um, we already mobile ticket, but there's a lot more that we can do to really help in that space. What are you looking forward to most in 2020? New decade. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Um, so Thanksgiving, I actually sat still and put my phone in the other room. I was pretty proud of myself Good in that for moment. You. But part of the craziness of it is that I feel like we did so well and people were like, wow, you guys did that in 11 months. And part of me is like, oh my God, okay, now how do I do this again, but better? <laughs> so I think it's like, um, it's a little bit of that fear in my stomach, but the fear excites me. And so what I look forward to most is saying, how do we go back out, make it bigger and better for this next year? And um, I think it's, it's multiple fronts. It's not just one thing. It's, it's across the board for us of development. Um, I want to see us in bigger and better places. And that's where you're going. Yeah. And oh, by the way, the 2019 franchise of the year. Yes. I love yes. that. Congratulations. Uh, thank and again, you. they put the right person in, in that seat. I'm thank so you. happy it's you, Danita. Thank, thank you, you so much, much for being on our podcast today. Such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So in 2019, the Sparks won the WNBA Franchise of the Year Award, as well as the Marketing Performance and Ticket Sales of the Year Award. The LA Sparks led the WNBA in attendance for the third straight season, and to say that they appreciate everyone who supports them is an understatement. This is a league that continues to need more and more support. Be a voice for the LA Sparks. Come see a game. Come support these women. You will not be disappointed. They're a great group led by an amazing coach. It's going to be a great year, 2020. Please subscribe and rate this show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Continue to check in on Sydney at SweetsBaby24 on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Stacey Pates on those platforms as well. Thank you again for joining us on this edition of Believe in Sparks right here on the Believe Podcast Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.